Welcome to Manowicker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Derogi. This week, No Easy Fix by J. Rohr. Hands felt rust all over the gears. The rough layers coating the innards whispered like braille. Yet the story remained incomplete because those listening hands seldom sought the facts. Instead, they sought hints for an imagination that composed something close to the truth. Finding the culprit, Claude gripped a stubborn part and with one firm tug popped the decrepit screws out and then gently plucked a gear from the machine. The robot shuddered, a reflex, though Claude still felt a need to pat the automaton gently. Just a little pain now, he said. You'll feel better before you know it. The robot's busted pneumatics seemed to sigh in acceptance. Fingers feeling along a nearby row of trays, Claude searched for a suitable replacement. Hearing footsteps, he kept on searching the pile. Gilberta? he said. The footfalls stopped. Undetailed silence. Smirking, Claude sniffed the air. I can smell your gum, he remarked, nodding certain. I didn't want to bother you. You just wanted to watch, he said turning toward his daughter's voice. He imagined her head bobbing side to side, unsure how to answer. He knew the young lady enjoyed playing ninja, practicing on the blind man to perfect her invisible presence, since he always noticed her, more so than anyone who even saw her. Motioning, a general wave calling her closer, he said, Come see. Footsteps, the scratch of a stool, the fumbling clamor of Gilberta getting atop the seat. He reached out a hand. She took hold of his. He did his best to grip her without seeming to feel the flipperesque quality of her hands. What do you think? He said, placing the corroded gear in her palm. It's rusty. But is that all what's wrong with it? He pictured her shaking her head, assuming her already aware of the flaw beneath the surface. Though that touched the truth, she still took a little time to respond figuring it out not quite as quickly as Claude supposed. Meanwhile, his fingers sorted through the trays for the necessary part. There's teeth missing? Gilberta said. I knew you'd see, he said. The rust came after because... The robot wouldn't work, she answered immediately. So it stopped, then rusted. Happens all the time, Claude sighed. Sanitation machines stop in the street, waiting for repair crews that never come. He shook his head. The world didn't used to be this way. At least, he liked to think so. He couldn't say when he really noticed the tragic flaws. They screamed at him when society began treating him like one. The broken soldier that reminded of a war they didn't want to admit to anymore. Here, he said, shifting his attention. He handed Gilberta the replacement. He felt her take it, her hesitance obvious. Patting her flipper, he said, It'll be okay. Guiding her hand, Claude showed her where to insert the piece. When it popped into place, he told her to get screws. Twice she brought back the wrong type, but Claude waited patiently. Now put them in, he said, 
when she returned with the right kind. I can't, she said. Yes, you can. Don't worry. No, my hands don't... She trailed off. My eyes don't help me much, Claude said, pushing aside the idea of her eyes watering. He heard her sniffle. He held out his hand. She placed the screws in his palm. It's okay, he told her, and hoped one day she might believe him. He knew she didn't, regardless of how much he meant it. Feeling the screws into place, he asked for a screwdriver. She brought him one. He tightened the screws. Can you oil? he asked. Yeah. He heard her hurry off. She came back running, a spray can of oil rattling. Claude leaned away from the busted bot. He listened to the sloppy hiss of oil the can spit into the machine's innards. He imagined Gilberta smiling, happy to help. He heard a clink. Before he could ask, Gilberta said, I'm working the gears a little. He smiled broadly. That a girl, Claude said. Soon, a whirring began. The robot clacked and clattered back to life. It chirped as systems rebooted. In a few minutes, it would be able to complete its own maintenance. The old clockwork contingent, designed to make themselves last. Ancient street cleaners staying alive to thanklessly battle endless waves of garbage. Eventually, the robot spoke in a static, riddled monotone. ZX-15, requesting status. You needed replacement parts, Gilberta jumped right in. Now you require general upkeep. Proceed with upkeep, ZX-15. Claude imagined the robot's eyes flickering as the aged processors struggled to grasp the orders. At last it responded, Proceeding with upkeep. Clicking fingers reached onto the nearby tool bench. Claude listened to the machine going through the process of scouring the rust off its innards, removing damaged and decayed components, the non-vitals, all the while fetching replacements for installation. Claude sighed. What's the matter, Papa? Gilberta asked, her hand slipping into his. He squeezed her gently. If only it were that easy. What? she asked. But he didn't elaborate, hoping she would never understand. Or even worse, she might misunderstand. After all, he didn't want to fix her, only his eyes. If nothing else, so he could see her, once, know her beauty outside imagination. Come on, Gilberta said, tugging him to follow. Let's fix this one next. This has been No Easy Fix, written by Jay Rohr. Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. Thank you.
Thank you.